So uh, welcome to the uh, Change Podcast. I'm here with Brent Stone this morning, uh, just hanging out, having a, having a chat, talking about uh, life transformation in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So yeah, uh, this is the third third session that we've had, and I've got some interest. I got a couple interesting questions for Brent today because we're we're just to recap a little bit. The last two episodes we've been talking about kind of about, about Brent's testimony prior to uh, his his encounter uh, with the Holy Spirit and Jesus, and then we've t- kind of talked about a little bit of the things that happened after that. Um, I want to dig into something very very specific today about the after. Um, yeah. because generally what happens in our lives is that when, when we have, we go through this transition is that there's a, there's a little bit of a, um, I almost, it's not adrenaline. I don't want to, it's hard for me to describe it to you, but it's almost like, it's almost like you kind of get on this a little bit of a rush because you've had this, because it's just like you've, you've encountered the creator of the universe. And it's like, you're, you're rolling in this, this awe of it. Yeah. Um, and then you have people, generally speaking, you have people around you who there's some people around you who have understanding and kind of get it. And then you have people who um, maybe you like church people you may be around who who kind of have an inkling of it, but think you're weird and doesn't make any sense to them. And then you have a whole nother counterculture of people who like absolutely think you've lost your limit mind. And right. And and so it's an interesting it's an interesting place, especially with with Brent being Brent and his wife, uh, Michelle, are um, entrepreneurs and they're 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 I don't want to I don't want to say this. I don't, I'm going to say this. I don't want to embarrass Brent. But they're, they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of, I would say jokingly, they're kind of a big deal. You know, people people know them. They're they're influencers. Let's just call it that. And so in business. And in those things. And so now you have Brent who's kind of in this space of where he's going at it and he's he's chugging through doing the businesses, doing doing life, being successful. And then all of a sudden he has this encounter. Um, not that he wasn't a Christian, not that he wasn't you know, following Jesus, but now he's had this kind of changing paths, changing gears, changing, hey, you know, the stuff that you're doing probably isn't nearly as important as you thought it was. Right. What's really, really important is your relationship with Christ. And the and what flows out of that, and I call that the, the space of conduit. Is that is that how do we become more like conduit, where God is just moving through us? We're just a vessel for His glory, rather than it, us going us having to put our fingers on everything. It has God's fingerprints. The work has God's fingerprints rather than our fingerprints. Does right. that make sense? <clears throat> totally. <laughs> um, so my so the question that I want the question I want to pose today to start is and, and I use the word in this space and, and people people don't like me using this word, but I use it anyway. So I call it fallout. Okay. So like fallout from from a from you know, if a bomb is dropped, you know, it does its implosion, it does everything, but there's fallout from that. So there's there's other things that affect that after the actual impact has happened so now we have you know this hat your encounter happened back in may right may 31st may 31st so may june and so now we're 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 in we're in september 2023 yeah so there's been some time since the the initial initial 
encounter. So let's talk a little bit about fallout. Okay. As there have you, and some people don't ever have fallout. Some people go, no, absolutely. It's been, it's been beautiful. I haven't had any fallout as you know, some people have relationship fallout. Some people have, you know, they're, they're in partnership with other people. There's fallout. They're not doing, you know, they're, they've made this mindset change and then there's, you know, there's a little bit of false. So I just want to know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really funny. <clears throat> some of the, some of the fallout, I should say most of the fallout I'm betting hasn't happened yet. Um, and, and, and it's not that I would say all fallout is bad. Um, some fallout right. can be good, but Absolutely. I know from conversations with people that I've had, um, certain people that I've had um, working relationship with or friends or whatnot, some people have been really encouraging. Some people have just been like, oh, okay, cool. Good for you. Um, and, and, and that's fine. I expected that. I mean, honestly, the people that have given me that type of response, I, I expected that from them. Um, I've if I have a really good gifting, I have, I feel like God's given me a couple, couple tools to use, uh, in my life that are very, um, really awesome. One of those is I can be really empathetic. I can really put myself in the shoes of someone else. And I'm not surprised if, if they're irritated with me or if they're, um, happy with me or what, like, I'm not, I'm not surprised. And, um, and, and also when people are going through things, like if, if I bring up, Hey, I've had this radical transformative deliverance and somebody's like, Oh, okay, cool. And, you know, they're, they're used to, um, you know, how I, how I operated, you know, um, through my life from early adulthood into, you know, most recent, which I wasn't some type of, you know, reckless, unethical business person, but definitely flew by the seat of my pants in a lot of my projects. I definitely am an action taker or uh, let me put it like this was very much like when I get an idea and I think it's good would just fly into it um, and asking people along the way, but I'm like really already kind of through the door and kind of like turning around yeah. as I'm going through the door, like, Hey, what do y'all think? Oh, cool. And even if I don't even hear the response, I'm already going through the door. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that was just how ready, I operate for a long time. Ready, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, now I am way more. I don't need to. I don't need to move fast. You know why? I'm not scared. I'm not operating out of a place of fear. I'm not ap- operating out of a place of FOMO, like I'm going to miss out on something. Because if God wants me to have whatever that success comes from that opportunity, He'll make that opportunity work on my terms. And I've be- I've never believed that before. I've always thought, you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot, or it's going to be gone. And I've now I've been and it's and I don't know why I've thought that over the last like two or three years, because I've seen so many examples in first person that God's taken care of Michelle and I and various things. And it's not just like my my field of view is not like I have a job and I've seen him deliver me in that job and like make stuff happen. We have multiple businesses. So not only do we have employees in, in different, in, you know, and entities, but we've got working relationships with lots of different types of people. I've seen lots of different things play out where he has totally rescued us from impending doom, (laughs) things that would have absolutely sunk a business. And, and even before like the last couple of years, but, but it's just now it's so evident to me what's happening in the spirit while 
the physical is also happening. And, and I'm totally aware now that most people, they, they don't, number one, they don't believe in the, in the spirit. Like they don't, they don't understand that, um, that there's one ultimate being that totally has created everything. And that stands outside of time that can totally control and manipulate anything that 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 needs to happen in order to you know answer prayer and do other things like that and you know god's not just sitting back in my opinion he's not just sitting back waiting for me to you know give him my request so he can then you know alter the universe to like make things you know my piggy bank bro it's not that at all i used to i used to be hopeful of that i used to sure. hope that would be that, a, that would be actually him. that would be amazing hey god that do you think home. that you That's could home. just make this deal go through and i'm gonna i'm gonna tithe on this you know you know i'm gonna tithe on the profit here you know like you know i would you know i'd you know make deals with god for you know growing my bank account you know better done that got the t-shirt and 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 you know what's funny i'm sure there's times where he did answer in a certain way that's related to that um but then there's also times where he protected me from something by not answering it and of course, me being immature in the moment, I'm just like, you couldn't have made that happen. You know, <laughs> sure. and I'm sure he was protecting me from something that would have happened if that would have gone through. Anyway, so back to the fallout question itself. Um, yeah, I, I think that I've seen a little bit of fallout here and there. Not I'm not all bad. Some of it's really good. Some of it's with some some people like I go to a charismatic church. And so there's a lot of people that that I go to church with that are just like, man, like your your transformation is awesome. And we're so encouraged by like just watching you walk this out. And then there's some people that I've come into contact with that are, you know, all on the other end of the spectrum that are, you know, like atheist. They don't they don't believe that there's an ultimate being that you created everything and treated us and and i've had conversations there too and um yeah it's just really interesting so i'll divert back to you yeah so so like you like you said early in the answer was was the question you know fallout's not necessarily a bad thing it's not always a bad thing it's it can be a good thing yeah and you know the part part of the fallout question that i that i and the reason why i ask it is is a lot of is from relation relationally because when you when you encounter Jesus, it's not there's there's been a bunch of inner transformative things that have happened to you, a lot of deliverance, a lot of things that are happening inside Brent, okay, which is awesome. But inside Brent impacts outside world. Yeah. And so when you when you say, hey, there's people who are in my in my sphere, who are in my in I don't want to say influence, just people who are in your life, even if it's just, you know, those intertwining relationships that are come in and out. There are people who are seeing a difference in you. Yeah. And that I think that's from the fallout standpoint, that's really, really um that's the hardest thing for us to capture with people who don't have understanding of the, of this type of encounter is that they don't realize that I have been truly changed. I have been delivered. I have been set free. I have been corrected. I have been, my thinking is corrected. There's things that are, I'm now moving in a different direction. And there's a lot of people who don't have understanding of that and they don't necessarily want understanding of it. 
But I think that's one of the reasons why we why we do a podcast like this, why we ask these questions, is so that people, if people have had encounter, that they can feel they can partner and go, I totally understand where you're at. And then people who haven't had encounter can go, man, I really, really want that. Yeah. Because because the the encounter that encounter that personal deepening growing relationship with jesus comes really from effort because even at the beginning of of this transformation in your life there still was a moment where you said yes i want to go i want to go on this stage and i want to have i want to to do my best to get closer to jesus yeah um yeah, and I think, and I think that's 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 where where we need to be with with the people who are on the I call on the fringe of our lives is people who are. Um, if you were to draw a circle on a piece of paper, and you had the people, and you are you have an outside circle and an inside circle, and then if you had the if you had the uh, the inside circle where all the people that you have influence on people you, that you're whether it's a discipling relationship or whether it's just hey we're we're just friends we're we're mutually beneficial friendships and then on the outer fringe is is people who i use it called leaning in or leaning out and so in my relationship with jesus and so as i bring up jesus all these people looking at me going rolling their eyes and going here he goes (laughs) or they going oh you know that's that's interesting and so on that piece of paper you draw an arrow in or out and the people who are leaning in those are the people that we then go, Hey, I'm going to pray for these people because they're, yeah. I think they're hungry for encounter. And if they're hungry for encounter, they're hungry for that personal relationship with Jesus, they're hungry for those things. Then our testimonies then be, can help be catalytic in their, in their journey because they go, I know someone who had this experience. So therefore I don't need to be afraid of the experience. Yeah. Cause a lot of, a lot of what I see, in in the Western Church um, in 2023, is people not hungering after God? They're so full of everything else they can't be hungry for God. Man, and, you hit the nail on the head on that. And with them not, being, I talked to someone else about this top this very topic for a while um, about two or three weeks ago. So yeah, keep going. So, yeah. So so, but in that, when you're looking at that. You're looking at people's hunger for God, even in the church, their hunger for God is that they accept they so we so easily accept substitution for the real. You know, there's been points in my life and I know there's points in your life where you are completely content to walk into a building on a Sunday. Have a little have a little worship, have a little preach, do a little tithe, wave to some folks, shake some hands. And go home and just do life. It wasn't about encounter. It was a, that's a substitute. Is that encounter requires us now to go? I'm thinking about how my life impacts others. So when I now go and this and I, I I don't go. I don't. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I I have a very very micro uh, church. Everything that we do is very very small, decentralized. But people go into larger, I tell people who go into larger gatherings and who go to 
what I would call traditional church. I say, what do you do if you've had an encounter with Jesus? How do you go into that worship service and serve those people? How do you go into that space and be Jesus to those people? Because those people think, the people sitting in the chair next to you, think that they have they have a good relationship with Jesus, even though they're just coming in and I'd like to speak to this. Go for it. We've got um, a gentleman that I've gotten the privilege to get to know here lately. I didn't even know he went to our church. Um, His name is Gene and he um, I've talked to you about Gene, Michael. Um, He's actually going to be our, our facilitator at our men's conference that's coming up. And this is, so awesome because just a snippet on his background he he's the kind of guy that will go into some of the largest companies in the world and talk to their c-suite executive team and basically help fine-tune their um this is my explanation of what he does um Mm -hmm. his website's actually quite quite incredible his 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 background and his certifications are quite incredible but he's a holy spirit filled person and he takes Jesus into the boardroom. Now, that's not what he tells people that he's doing. But, yeah. but um, but basically, let he, you in. on his on his website, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not I'm not turning in any of his clients. I'm not you know. And so this is on his website. So what a company? One of the companies that he's partners in because he has a couple of different endeavors. But basically, some of his clients are like Google, um, some of the biggest financial institutions in the world. Um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like there's like some people on this website that I'm just like, oh, okay. Like these are some of the, these are some of the, you know, people know who these these organizations are and their executives, their CEOs, their COOs, their, you know, stuff like that. Well, he goes to our church. And and I didn't realize this until within the last year. And now thank goodness I've had the privilege of spending a couple hours like one-on-one with this person and just getting to know and he's actually led me through some of the facilitation on um uh Carl Lehman's Emmanuel moment where basically helped facilitating like actual like going into the spirit like like meeting Jesus which I used to think was like is that even possible like what are you people even talking about like all these things and then you know of course last year around this time I start love after marriage and we start doing the prophetic prayer and I go to Vision Quest, our men's conference last year, and have that 15 minute prophetic prayer appointment where people are, you know, the people praying for me, like I didn't even know. And it's like, you know, like you said, it's like they're reading my mail. It was just like they're, you know, I had like these eight things that they were just like, boom, 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 right down the list. And that like really kicked it off for me. But I was hungry. I was searching for it then. Well, here's the thing. Um, Gene walked me through this this process, and now we're we're actually training. We're training guys in the church to be able to facilitate this and help people experience this at our men's conference coming up. And we're trying to make it commonplace at, at in our church. And, and people want this. Like like I said, we go to a charismatic church. This isn't like weird talk for people that sure. that that go go to the church that we go to. Because I could give you multiple people that have had their own encounter um, accounts and. And it's corroborated by like other people, multiple other, like we have, we have healing night and now I'm going to take another tangent really quick. We do healing night one night a week at our church. We have now had people drive from two hours away. I, we have, we have stood up for a couple hours at a time and people just keep lining up to get different types of prayer, mm-hmm. prophetic prayer, physical healing prayer. There's all kinds of miracles happening at this kind of thing. Stuff that like 
you know, people that are atheists do not want you to talk about, or they just say, oh, it's totally fake. It's not even possible. Like literally I've seen stuff that like in, 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 in 30 minutes would just blow out of the water, like any type of, oh, God's not real. Like, I mean, like just, and, and I've been to multiple of these. I'm on the prayer team now. So like, I'm, I'm praying for people and, and, and watching this stuff happen. It's not me. It's not, not the person next to me. It's, 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 it's literally God, God, God moving. God, working. God's, yeah, God's moving. Presence is work. His glory is healing people. So my, 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 my point to this though, is, is that now like this is the space that I operate in, in our church. And so like, it's not like this is weird. So, so we're trying to make this more of an accessible, like understanding that people can just go and they can have relationship with the creator of the universe, his son, Holy spirit, and just move into this space. And it's a safe space. And I'm trying to make it safer for people that have had questions about it to be able to tune in and 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 not think, oh, well, I'm weird. I had this experience or this encounter. I don't know how to explain it, and I need resources on this. And so that's another thing that I'm also trying to do here is is provide that that safe space, but also tell people, hey, I've had my own experiences now, multiple and different types. And also now being able to pray for other people and for them to receive healing and other things like that. And so now it's, what can we do to bring this into the light and um, do it in a way to where it's, um, it's the new cool thing. <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing is interesting is uh, I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up a document real quick that I was just, that I was just reading yesterday um the, the one thing as you're as you're pushing through this and as you're thinking about creating environments for people that for encounter is that um there's there's four spaces that you need okay and there's there's a you need to create safe spaces okay where people can people can be safe and they can be you know, so we consider the church to be a hospital. People can come when in their brokenness. You need pioneering space. You need space where you're sending, space where people can come and be sent from. And then you need equipping space. Okay, so pe where people can be equipped, trained. And then you need sacred space. You need the holy space. You need the healing space. You need these places. And so, in in light of that, what people struggle with is is they normally only get one one of those. Yeah. When they go into a you you find a church that's very evangelistic. Well, that's that's your that is your um, it's your equipping space. You find some a church that is you know so to have all those things moving, all those gifts moving in that in there um, creates very well rounded place of encounter. Yeah, <clears throat> because I've been around the church for a long time, and I was I was a fringe for a season. I was a what people would consider a fringe charismatic i was one of the nuts and flakes um and i, and I, I don't I'm, I'm that's a joke um because there's some people who are seriously seriously radical who live a life that i can't i literally couldn't live and it was just it's, they it's, the fruit is amazing in their life but they jump off grid you know they're sure. not doing life yeah. the way other people do life and uh but that being said that encounter that we keep that we're talking about that interpersonal relationship with Jesus, it has a starting point, okay, which is what how we started this conversation was that there's a starting point. May 31st for Brent, 2023, things 
changed in his life. But this is an ongoing process, you know, and I don't even look at it saying this is an ongoing process of sanctification, even though it is, that's a different side of this. What this is an ongoing, it's growth in the relationship. So when I met my wife, okay, we spent a lot of time together early on. And so as we spent time together, she became my focus. Like every, every conversation I had, she, I was talking about my wife. Like, I just, I loved her so much. And that's how this is with this interpersonal relationship with Jesus is that suddenly Jesus is first and foremost in our conversations where our conversation may, two months ago, our conversation may have been solely about business and that I love Jesus. You know what I'm saying? As kind of yeah. a side note. Yeah. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm really interested in. But I have to let you know that I am a follower of Jesus because there's there's a certain element of <laughs> I don't know I don't even want to say I don't even want to say what it is but anyway. but now when that when that flips on its head when you have that encounter then suddenly Jesus is first and foremost and Jesus is the conversation and how you can apply Jesus and now the question is how can I apply Jesus into all these other areas of my life so Jesus is prominent focus but i have how do i have jesus in business how do i have jesus in my relationship with my wife how do i have jesus in my relationship with my kids how do i have a relationship with jesus and be in church because it can be tough to be a jesus follower in church when you're when you're sold out because people look at you like you've lost your mind like what do you mean what do you mean you're, you're doing this and you're doing that? What do, you mean, what do you mean you're asking Jesus about your business? What do you mean you're asking Jesus about your money? What do you mean you're asking Jesus about all this stuff? You know, your, how you deal with your, uh, you know, what you watch, what you look at, what comes in your eye gate. You know, I'm guarding my heart. I'm doing all these things. 2023, people don't want to do that. We, want to, we, we prefer to be a watered down, half, warm, half lukewarm Christian. That's what we like. It's easier. Yeah. But. The journey is, the journey for us is, and the journey that you're on, is to grow that interpersonal relationship with Jesus, that one-on-one -on -one relationship, so that as you become closer to Jesus, as you, as you become closer to Jesus, you become more like Jesus. And when you become more like Jesus, you start to do things more like Jesus. And, and that can be, and that can be, it can be a struggle. It can, it's glorious. But it can be a struggle with with how people look at you and how people deal with you, you know. Yeah. So it just creates opportunity to be able to um, show people that you're not easily offended, um, and just be kind. Because you know, there's a lot of times where you know, even even recently, I've had to have tough conversations, and I'm just not going to get mad the same way that I used to, or I'm not going to try to flex the card of well i'm in control of the scenario and you're obviously not so i i don't i don't it is literally like and i won't say that i'm not tempted to but i can sure. squash it pretty quick now and before it just to like overrun me because i'm just like part of my personality in the past has been if i think that i'm right like from like a like legitimately like ethical standpoint and then someone's trying to wrong me it's just like oh i will i will squash that but now sure. i'm almost like I've even had things happen recently where I'm totally um, taking the high road and I still love the person. 
I, I'm not even like mad at the person. I, I, I could, I could totally um, go get barbecue with them after this, this, the dust settles on, on, on this thing. And I'd be cool. And, and, and it's even funny. I think, I think Michelle thinks I'm crazy a little bit, not, not in that area. She's, she's totally like with me in this whole yeah. situation, but even with this particular scenario that I'm talking about, she'll hear this and she'll know exactly what I'm talking about. She would just be like, how, how, how can you be okay with this? And I'm like, listen, it's just, this is what God's calling me to. And I know this other, other person, you know, I like, again, one of the things that I have as a, as a, as a gift is that empathy and, and just trying to imagine what that other person may be feeling and this and that. And it's just like, you know, whatever, you know, you know, it, it takes the, it takes the place of, you know, scripturally, we look at it in, in taking the high road, um, to go high, we have to go low, yeah. which means that to take the high road, we're actually going to, into the place of wrapping a towel around our waist and washing the feet yeah. of, of the people. We're serving the people that, that may we may have issues with or we may have had issues with or may be challenged with. And then the other thing that we do is we heap coals upon their head um, because we bless them. And that's what Jesus does. And Jesus says, you know, and I used to, I tell the story all the time because I, I, you, know, you look, we wrongly study scripture. Yeah. And people used to think that that's. That's actually like going to like burn their face, but burn their, really is, like, it's to keep them warm while they sleep at night. Keep, exactly. It's keep them warm like yeah. your sleeping bag is to keep them warm. So I'm like, but I interpreted well, it wrong for a long time. Me too. And so, so it's just that, it's just that thing of, so what we're doing when we take the high road is we're going, how do I bless? How do I serve? Yeah. And we say, how do we bless and how do we serve? That is so anti-2023 american culture yeah and so what happens when we do those things and what happens and i know that you're doing this what happens in space is that we 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 create a life that requires a gospel answer yeah so when people yeah. say to you why do you do the things you do that opens up a door for you to say the reason why i do the things i do is because i fell in love with this person of jesus and i have i have an interpersonal relationship i just don't have like this oh hey i you know i've encountered the creator of the universe and his love has penetrated my being my soul my spirit my flesh he's he's just taken taken such great care of me and i sense his love around me and he has corrected things in my life that were messed the heck up even things that we don't know that we are messed up, he fixes when we when we come encounter with him. Yeah. And so, you know, as we're wrapping this up, I just want to say, you know, for those people who are listening, is like you can have this relationship. You can have oh, yeah. this growing interpersonal relationship with Jesus. All you have to do is ask God for it. And he will and you will have an encounter. Everybody's encounters are different. And that's the reason for this podcast, or one of the reasons for this podcast, is to create a space where people can tell their stories of how they've encountered Jesus. Because everybody, not everybody's story is going to be like Brent. Not everybody's story is going to be like Michael's. Everybody has different encounters. I have I have a friend of mine who she's amazing, but she's been a Christian since she was four. Like she's like, she was raised a Christian and she has just, she hasn't more, I would say she probably has more of an interpersonal relationship than me, but she didn't have that transformative moment. She didn't have like, oh, hey, I was, 
messed up and then I did this and then I, she just went, I surrendered to Jesus and he met me and I've been growing this interpersonal relationship ever since then. I'm like, that's actually the most beautiful thing I've ever heard because yeah. it's so rare. It's so rare. You know, most of the stories that I hear is like, yeah, I was raised as, I was raised in the church and blah, blah, blah. And then I fell away when I was 20. I, I didn't serve him for 20 years and I came back. You know, that's normally what we hear. But as we're closing, I'm so thankful that God meets us each where we're at. Yeah. God gave, God met you, Brent, right where he needed to meet you, right where he encountered you was right what you need. And when he, when you encountered him, he'd set you free from some things that were causing you just call them baggage things, call them whatever. So there's things in the past, things in the present, things that you needed to be set free from. Yeah. And he set you free. Yeah. And, and now, and now the ongoing journey is to, you know, and again, we talked earlier about the fallout of that, you know, good and bad fallout. So there's fall there. We always know there's going to be some sort of fallout when we, when we, our lives change. I mean, if I, if I change, you know, if I change my diet, okay. If I decide, Hey, I'm, I'm going to change my diet. There's fallout from that. Good yeah. and bad. <clears throat> yeah. You know, if I, if I, if I, if I turn vegan and I tell all my friends that I'm vegan. Okay. If I, if I do that, there's fallout from that. Health wise, it's, it's, Part of it will be great, but my friends are going to look at me like, what are you, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why would you, why would you do that? And that's how people relate to, to Jesus. It's like, why would you do that? Why would you want to be sold out to Jesus? Why would you want to do Because things that God asks us to do is to, a relationship with Jesus has a cost. Yeah. There's a cost to it. And Jesus says scripturally, <clears throat> take up your cross. And follow me. So take up your implement of death. Yeah. And follow me. So I die to myself every day so that I can follow Christ. But you gain it doesn't freedom. Make sense. Gain free I mean, how much more free can we get than following Jesus? But people don't, they think they're giving up everything. Yeah. To follow Jesus rather than all the things that they gain. When, when people Jesus. truly get it, it's like the chains are broken. And I think the moment of getting it is, moment of encounter Absolutely. i mean it can be it can be it can literally when yeah, people have that revelation it's literally jesus meeting them and, and giving them the revelation and then it's all of a sudden like oh my gosh where have i been like he's right here he's been with me the whole time have you have you i, I know you're a young guy have you ever heard the phrase they used to say in the church a lot they say make a decision for christ yeah like, i made a decision for christ yeah Okay. I've heard it. So let me ask you let me ask you a question. May 31st. Okay. Did you make a decision? No. There was no I don't, there was no part of the facilitation when I made the decision to get rid of the like the thing that was sure. quote unquote helping me. And then I think that that broke something that allowed Jesus to operate because of Gosh, this could go into a whole nother episode because it's like God is sovereign and he's got total control. Well, Jesus has total authority and control from God, but it's just there's so much here. But yes, I know where you're going with this. I didn't make a decision. I'd already made a decision to follow Christ at this point. Mm -hmm. So no, to answer your question, because I know where this is going. No, because 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 the place of the place of encounter. Place of that deepening relationship with Jesus. Is. 
place of, I call it, it comes from a place of awe. It's yeah. like when you finally meet, like truly meet Jesus, I, I, I really can't do anything else but serve him. Yeah. True. And then, then, then to the point of to point of what is? How much do I allow my life, my mess, to get back into the mix? And we'll talk about that another on another yeah another podcast. But <laughs> hey, so this has been awesome. Let's uh, I'm gonna wrap up. Let's pray real quick and just yeah. uh, Father God, we are just so thankful um, for this amazing technology and medium to uh, to communicate from other places in the world. Lord God, and be connect together. And uh, I'm thankful that that we give you glory in this technology and we give you glory in this opportunity. Um, I pray, Lord God, that uh, as people listen to this podcast, Lord God, that they are uh, they are encouraged, that they are um, even challenged to uh, go into a deeper relation, deepening relationship with with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm just uh, I'm just so thankful for uh, for Jesus. And thankful for the fact that I have this growing relationship with him. And I just lastly, just I just press pause just for a moment, just to give you glory, to give you honor, and to give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Michael. All right, everybody. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>